Incredible. One of the worst performances of my career, and they never doubted it for a second. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Phil Betterink proudly brings to you the greatest podcast of the world, Aaron Talks Films. How is everyone? I hope you've had a tremendous week. Uh, yeah, as always, I do a little um, movie uh, bit of movie dialogue there at the beginning for you, so you can try and guess what the movie is, and it's like a little game that we like to play. Uh, so if you if you know what that movie is, let me know in the comments down below. Now this week is a bumper week for movie news. That's what we do here at Aaron Talks Films. We give you the weekly news from Hollywood. We have some sequel news. That's right. We have some casting news. We have some production news. Uh, you'll understand that a bit more when we get to it. Uh, we also have pitches for movie reboots. We'll get more to that in just a second. That it, that's those stories actually blow my mind. That's why I'm a bit flabbergasted when I'm trying to relate to you the seriousness of these news stories. It's it's maddening. It really is. Uh, yeah, and we've got some news about a movie that has finished filming. It is wrapped. It is ready to go into production. Up first, we have some sequel news. This seems to be the the, the place to come when you want to find out about movie sequels. This is the place to be. You come and listen to Aaron talk about films. Who Saw Nobody? Absolutely tremendous movie with Bob Odenkirk in a kind of John Wick role. He's he's a bit he's he's a middle aged man who lives a family life. It's a bit boring, but it turns out, spoiler alert, he used to be some kind of uh, like CIA spy. Absolutely incredible movie. It's very John Wick esque, like I said. It's it's very heavy on the on the action, on the gun foo, as I like to call it. Absolutely tremendous movie. I recommend wholeheartedly going and checking that out. But yes, the director of that movie, Ilya Nasehula. I can't believe why did why do these directors not have normal names? Sort it out, Hollywood. Uh, he has confirmed that a script for the sequel to Nobody is already being written uh, by the original film's writer, who, of course, created John Wick. His name is Derek Colstad. That's a nice, easy name to pronounce. So, yeah, this incredible movie, such an action-packed... Bob Odenkirk in this movie is just on point. He is such an underrated actor, and not only just the acting that he portrays in this movie, but the action as well. Absolutely mind-blowing stuff. There is a sequel coming. I can't wait. I think it's an absolutely... I was going to say unique movie. It's not unique because it is very John Wick-esque, but I don't know. There's just something about it almost tips it over that that line of being maybe a little bit better than John Wick. I don't want to say that because, we, you know, John Wick is incredible as well. I don't really want to state my preference, which is better, because, you know, that could lead to a whole lot of uh, arguments. But this, yes, this movie, I cannot wait for the sequel. Uh, production news now for uh, Disney. Uh, Disney's production of the live-action remake of The Little Mermaid, it has temporarily been shut down due to uh, some of the crew testing positive for COVID. It's madness. Absolutely. Um, obviously, in this trying time that we've been going through for the last, what, year and a half now, when we're going through this this pandemic, and people are still trying their hardest to go to work, especially movie makers. They're going out and trying to provide us with the entertainment that we so, we so deserve at this time because, you know, we're always, a lot of us are stuck indoors and we have nothing to do. We, the best thing we can do is watch movies and TV shows and reach out for that entertainment, and they're still trying, and it's credit to them for doing what they're doing. 
Uh, but yeah, the, the the remake, which is uh, it stars twenty one year old US singer Halle Bailey. When I first saw the news that she was cast, I thought it said Halle Berry, and I was very confused. But yeah, she plays Ariel. Uh, but yeah, five crew members on that production have tested positive, so they've had to shut down production. Uh, it has around 300 cast members, so five five crew members, just five out of 300 is absolutely insane that it's so low. But yeah, my thoughts go out to those people, and I hope they get better soon. And obviously, when they do get better and they're able to go back to work and we can finally uh, get this movie on the way, but the, the sole thing that we have to think about right now is people's health so as, as great as this movie could potentially be because disney let's face it they've hit the nail on the head when it comes to their remakes their live action remakes that's all well and good but people's health matters first so i hope those crew members get better soon sticking with disney we have some more casting news snow white yes they're they're, they're doing a live action gritty remake no i don't know if it's gritty i just felt like saying that um, but yeah, they've cast Snow White. Her name is Rachel Zegler. Uh, as far as I'm aware, she hasn't really been in anything big as of yet, but she is due to be in the upcoming West Side Story, uh, which is a live action version of a play. I believe. <laughs> yes, it is a play. Uh, what, <laughs> My apologies. West Side Story. Uh, but yeah, that's that. This 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 young lady who is kind of taking Hollywood by storm at the moment because not only has she been cast in this movie that is directed by Steven, Spiel Steven Spielberg, I can't even get my words out, the man is such a genius, he just makes me tongue-tied, uh, but yeah, Steven Spielberg-led production, so we know that she's going to have the chops to kind of pull this off, but yeah, she's going to be Snow White, and it's absolutely incredible that they're going, they're going along with this, um, bringing back these much loved movies from the very early days of of Disney. Now I know uh, the Little Mermaid was a bit more recent, um, you know, in the in the eighties, eighty nine, I believe. But yes, yeah, Snow White. It, it, I've I've only seen pieces of Snow White. I I enjoyed the premise, um, and again because it's such a classic, I appreciate it for what it is. But yeah, we're finally getting a live action Snow White, and we are getting Rachel Zegler. Look out for her because, like I say, she's she's an up and comer. She's going to be everywhere, especially if this picks up. You know, if this does as well as what West Side Story is going to be, because again, Steven Spielberg, come on, she's a name to look out for in the future. Speaking of Mr. Steven Spielberg, um, it turns out that Universal were interested in a Jaws reboot now. Let's just hold your horses, internet, people on the internet before you get upset and crazy. This is not happening. Okay, this is 100% not a thing. It will not go anywhere because it's a classic. You can't, I know reboots and remakes are all the rage at the moment, but this sort of thing you cannot touch. You cannot touch a classic like Jaws, an absolutely incredible achievement in cinema history. Obviously, they want to, you know, the universal pictures, the studio heads want to do this because ching ching, it makes money. But Steven Spielberg, who clearly owns the right, he um, basically basically said over his dead body. Uh, so at the very least, this is not going to happen in, you know, Steven Spielberg's last time. But 
uh, I'm not going to say it's never ever going to happen, but for the time being, it's not going to happen. But you know, these studios they need to make money, and they can't come up with any fresh ideas, unfortunately. So, as uh, for the time being, it's not happening. Steven Spielberg put his foot down and he said, "No, no Jaws reboot, no Jaws remake. Let's just stick to making the Meg." Um, I don't know if Universal do that, but yeah, um, time will tell on that one. Back to Disney and another theme park ride being made into a movie. Who'd have thought that would have been a good idea? But, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean proved us all wrong. You know, let's, let's take a theme park ride that, you know, is just a ride and let's make a story out of it. But, hey, they made the Emoji movie, so, you know, fair play to them. Not Disney, but do you know what I mean? They made a movie about emojis. Actually, a really good movie, but we won't we won't dwell on that for the time being. Scarlett Johansson has signed on to star and produce the upcoming film uh, based on Tower of Terror, uh, which is based on the Disney theme park ride, as we've just said. I know very little about the Tower of Terror. Um, from a guess, it's a house that's a horror-themed house. I don't know. I probably should have looked into it a bit more before recording this episode. But, you know, I like Scarlett Johansson and I like uh, Disney. I like what they do. Uh, Terror of Terror. There is actually a movie. Jesus, there's already been a Terror of Terror movie. Yes, I remember this. Yes, sorry. I got completely... Um, I got completely sideswiped there by the fact that there is a Terror of Terror movie, which, you know, I actually remember seeing. This is incredible. Uh, but yeah, people investigate a 1939 mystery in which five people vanished from a hotel elevator. Right. Okay. This is all ringing a bell. I kind of understand what the terror of terror is this is this is not journalism people this is just a man on the internet who kind of reads news stories and relays them to you lovely people that are listening at home but yeah terror terror sounds interesting the murder mystery i like it and the horror theme as well i do like a good paranormal ghost story hopefully it goes down that route but it's disney so it's going to be pretty family friendly but i like it i like the sound of it it sounds very interesting and i'm actually looking forward to this piece of information this movie that i didn't know was already a movie but it's based on a theme ride. Did the movie come before the theme, the the ride? That's what I want to know. And if anyone's listening, if you can reach out to me either in the comments or find me, uh, email me. I do have an email. It is just give me two seconds because I set up an email specifically for this podcast because I'm a loser. Aaron Talks Films Pod at gmail.com. That's Aaron Talks Films Pod at gmail.com reach out to me and let me know what came first the ride or the movie and the subsequent movie which obviously came after the ride i do ramble very much don't i don't cut any of this out phil this is gold the boys season three casting news who watched the boys what an insane piece of television that is and i I, I, I'm still trying to build up the courage to read the comic books that this, this series is based on, but it's an absolutely incredible show. You know, superheroes gone bad and the bad guys, air yeah, quotes, that are out to try and stop them, but it turns out they're the good guys and it's just gory and funny and oh, what a show. Honestly, if you haven't seen it, get Amazon Prime, worth every single penny. Brilliant show. But Laurie Holden of... Uh, the Walking Dead fame, um, and she was in The Americans as well. I've not actually watched any of that yet, but I've heard good things. But she has been cast in season three of The Boys as the Crimson Countess, and there's a nice, lovely little picture here from the comic books of the Crimson Countess. She looks lovely. Um, 
she uh the crimson countess is a vort superheroine or oh, is she good or is she bad who knows uh she was mentioned as having also been in the running to join the seven. Oh, so she was this character was in the running to join the seven which is the uh, superheroes and yeah i i love laurie holden i think she's a great actress and i can't wait to see her take on this superhero role in this again incredible tv show i can't get enough of this this program again go and watch it more remake slash reboot news um this headline jumped out at me and i thought it was incredible and i thought it was so funny especially after seeing the jaws news um but thankfully again this is not a thing <laughs> Quentin Tarantino considered remaking Res Reservoir Dogs as his final movie. Can you imagine? Tar Tar Quentin Tarantino, I apologise, uh, he has basically said that as a director, he's going to make 10 movies. He's been involved in many other movies, but as a director, he is solely going to make 10 movies. He's made nine. He has one more to go. Uh, during an interview, he actually told... Uh, uh, Bill Mayer, that his next movie will be his last. Uh, and at one point, he considered doing a Reservoir Dogs remake. Now, sorry, Quentin, but that doesn't count for a start. Um, you've already made that movie. Whether you change it in any slight way, it is still Reservoir Dogs. So technically, that doesn't count. So you owe us two more if that happens. But yeah, imagine if he actually did that. Right, the, the genius that Quentin Tarantino is, I can see him pulling it off and still giving us a fresh, interesting take on that movie. But it's such a classic. You know, it's his first movie from way back in the early 90s, an absolute barnstormer of a story. You know, we was introduced to the Tarantino way of filmmaking with the way all these stories interconnect and they, they come to a head right at the end. Absolutely genius, that man. I love him to pieces. I think he's great. But, yeah, please, Tarantino, don't do it. He he has come out and said that that look, he he basically laughed it off and said it was just a thought process. It it came into my head and it left as soon as it came in. It's not going to happen, so do not worry. So yeah, there's not going to be a remake of Reservoir Dogs. Sonic the Hedgehog Two has wrapped filming. Very short news piece. I just thought it was interesting because I've seen a lot of pictures and online stuff of people, uh, sort of. I don't want to say crashing the set because that sounds bad, but just people seeing the movie being filmed, you know, in their hometowns and taking photos and videos. I'm very excited to see this because, you know, spoiler alert, at the end of the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie, which actually turned out to be a really good film. I really enjoyed this movie and I watched it before I watched it with my kids. I watched it alone with my wife before we let the kids watch it. And it's an absolute brilliant movie. It's, go out and watch it. It's, it's incredible just how good it is. But at the end of that movie, we are introduced to the the notion that Tails is going to be in the next film. And we're also being introduced to Knuckles. Can you believe it? Knuckles, the big giant red hedgehog, is coming to the Sonic universe. But yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 has finished filming. Uh, the, the director, Jeff Fowler, posted on his Twitter account to celebrate this with a nice little photo of him in Hawaii, where they are currently, uh, well, they have just finished the last of the filming. It's not a bad job to have, is it? You know, going over to Hawaii to do a bit of work and filming a movie. Wish I was famous. Wish I was a director or an actor. That would be sweet. But yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 coming soon. Keep an eye out for it. And finally, our last piece of news, which leads directly into the very swift 
movie review that I'm going to give you all. Fast and the Furious. That's right. We're up to nine Fast and Furious movies. If you don't count the the uh, the the side call that is Hobson Shaw, uh, but the Fast and Furious final movie number ten uh, is actually going to be in two parts. Now I think we all kind of knew that this was happening, but yeah, the two part finale will be shot back to back. Very much Infinity War, Avengers, Endgame esque. I'm not sure if it's going to be as good as those movies, which we'll get to. But yeah. Great, it's a good idea. Uh, it gives them, it cuts down a lot of waiting time between the movies if they film it all. Because if they film the the first part and then you know you have to promote the movie, you have to travel around the world, let people know it's coming, and you know do all the press junkets and nonsense, and then to go back and film the next one, it, you know we're gonna have to wait two or three years for the next one. So completely understandable, totally totally worth it at the end of the day to film both parts back to back. So, yeah, this movie's coming. Uh, yeah, Tyrese Gibson says Justin Lin plans to shoot the final two Fast and Furious movies back to back. Why not? Let's do it. They're pretty good. <laughs> oh, sorry, I can't, I can't really say that without laughing. They're pretty decent movies, I suppose. Uh, they're very ridiculous. Speaking of which, let's get into a little brief review of F9. Otherwise, Fast and Furious 9. I don't know why they shortened it to F9. Here we go. First off, I just want to clarify that I equally loved and hated this movie in equal measures. It is over-the-top nonsense. It is absolutely ridiculous. It is almost stupid. No, it's not even almost stupid. This movie is stupid. Some of the things that happen in this movie are so dim-witted that it actually made me laugh and want to cry during the viewing of this movie. The storyline... Let's face it, it's the same as pretty much every other Fast and Furious movie. It's also the same as a lot of action movies. Just go and watch some Mission Impossible films. Uh, uh, the bad guy steals a thing that can do a bad thing. And, the, you know, the Furious crew get hired for some weird reason, even though they're just thieves who can drive cars. They get hired to track down the thief and bring back the bad thing that can do the bad thing, which happens to be Dom Toretto's brother, played by John Cena. And they look nothing alike, and yet they're referred... You know, they're actually said that they look very similar. So, of course, they're brothers. I'm rubbing my head at the moment because this hurts. But, yeah, some of the things that happen in this movie are just absolutely ridiculous. Dominic Toretto jumps uh, a canyon with a car around a rope. Sorry, it's, it's a rope bridge that breaks, but he manages to hook one of the tyres onto the last piece of rope and he swings across the canyon and lands on the other side without a scratch, barely even denting the car. Um, but yeah, this is just the level of nonsense and stupidity that you get from these movies. They started off based in reality and they continue to just be stupider and stupider. To the point where all of these characters, not only the characters, but the cars as well, are invincible. Um, there's a motorbike in this that travels 90 miles per hour. I'm not even sure if that's right. I'm not even sure if that's a thing. Let me know if bikes can travel that fast. But it was a dirt bike, and I'm pretty sure it can't. But saying all that, the ridiculousness of this movie, how stupid it is, I still really enjoyed it. It was, it was dumb. It was dumb fun. You know, the storyline you can take or leave because it, it makes just enough sense to pass the time. The action 
as well as being ridiculously unbelievable, where you have to laugh out loud and just, you know, think about what life is coming to when you have to watch things like this. But at the same time, you're like, this is incredible. Keep going. And these two hours just kind of fly by. It is, it's insanity. It really is. I felt like I was in a, a, a nightmare daydream at the start. I can't even find the words to describe how strange this movie is. If you want to see, <laughs> if you want to see some more in-depth thoughts about what I thought about this movie, go and check out my YouTube channel. I did a review. It's about 15 minutes long because I really go into just how ridiculous it is. <laughs> I, I, do you know what? It's, if you enjoy these movies, you're going to go out and watch these anyway. You've probably already seen it at this point. If you do not enjoy these movies, this movie is not the one to bring you back on board with the franchise. If you're kind of in the middle and you don't really care either way, like myself, you know, I've seen all the movies, they're fine. But if they never made another one, which we all know they're going to anyway, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't lose any sleep over it. But go and watch it. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it is what it is. It's stupid. The best way I can describe it is absolutely stupid, but still enjoyable. So yeah, go and watch it if you must. If not, you're not you're not losing anything. You're not missing out on anything. I don't know. It's very hard to. I called it. I called this movie unreviewable because you can't review it in the sense that it doesn't follow any kind of plot lines and it's just ridiculously stupid. But at the same time, I enjoyed it. So I don't know. Do do with that information what you will. Enjoy yourself. But yes, guys, that is the end of the episode. Um, I, I tried my hardest with that last piece of you know movie review. I don't know. But yeah, uh, <laughs> if you can guess the movie that I um, took some dialogue from at the beginning, feel free to let me know if you guessed it right. I should really start telling you what happened the week before and what line it was. Uh, last week was Stand By Me. Yes. Yes, it was. It was Stand By Me. I am correct. Uh, what classic movie that is I should start reviewing movies that I actually enjoy um, but yeah thank you very much for listening uh, I hope you're all healthy and safe and I hope you have a terrific week and I will speak to you next week goodbye <laughs> <laughs>